Welcome to Tig's Bits. This one is about the weather. No, not the current conditions outside, but a conversation about our favorite meteorologists, funny stories, storm chasers, and a lot more. We are picking up where we left off on the last show where Blasey and I kind of started talking a little bit about the weather. Please subscribe, like the show if you're watching this on YouTube, share, like, and follow us if you're watching this on another social media platform, and leave us a review if you're listening to this. All of that just helps to keep this show growing, and we appreciate it. Let's get into it. Boys, boys, boys. It's good to finally have all three of us back on at the same time. It seems like it's been forever. This one's going to be fun for all of us weather geeks, and I know that the three of us are. So everybody humor us for a little bit, please. Okay, y'all can jump in now. <laughs> y'all can talk. Sorry. Hey, I thought you. I didn't know how long a spiel you had. I was I my, getting, making sure my. I was, I'm going through my notes. I just want to be prepared. I know kids we were, I thought coming you'd in. Go a little further. I take one. I take a week or two off. You, you guys that went to uh, NBC Dateline Boot Camp, you guys come back all <laughs> pro level. I thought, I thought you're coming inside. I'm like, oh shit, I'm not prepared. And then, then, oh. then you know the bus hit the brakes, and I'm like, oh shit, I'm not ready. <laughs> it's okay. It's okay. I'm sorry, Brantley. We're giving you more work here. <laughs> I I love it. I this may be left in. <laughs> no, I love it. You started talking about wanting to do something about the weather, and the first thing that came in my mind—you know, it's funny. You would think like some meteorologist or major storm, which those came very rapidly. But the first thing that came to my mind was Randy Travis and that old song. As long as old men sit and talk about the weather. Mm. As long as old women sit and talk about old men. Dude, I used to love Randy Travis, but dude, that's some, some, those lyrics somehow, every time weather's mentioned, I hear Randy Travis singing that one segment of his song, hey, you know? That should be a, <laughs> that should be a regular thing we do on the show when we bring up a topic. What's the first thing that comes to your mind? That we all now, three, because all three of us exactly. have something different. That's a good one. Yeah, and I, I know that I was. Good. I was on 30A. I just tr- passed uh, Local Catch, and I saw the text. And before I even got to the bottom of the bridge, I could hear Randy Travis singing that song. You know, oh. <laughs> it's weird how well, stuff that when, when you when you think of when somebody says uh, weather, what's the we're talking about the weather? What's the first thing you think of, Tiggs? I mean, I immediately think about a meteorologist. I mean, I'm, meteorologist just, I'm, a, I'm a simple person. I mean, I have weather songs and stuff like that. I could, I could start to think of, think of. But no, the first thing I think of is is the weatherman. Is the is is a weatherman in some extreme conditions? And should I check my radar? That's what I think of. Yeah. True Louisiana uh, for list to go down, checklist to go down when you hear the word. So. I'm sure. I'm pretty sure that applies to most of uh, most of all the. See, I'm like Blasey though. When you said weather, first thing I thought about when you said we're going to do a show about weather, I wrote down weatherman because first thing I thought was Hank Jr. Oh. Weatherman. You know, that's yeah. funny. And then I thought James Taylor, Fire and Rain. My wife gets on to me all the time for talking in song lyrics, but hell, I can't help it. I mean, I, you know, I've, I've listened to more songs than I've read books. I can't. Maybe help it's it, kind of you know? what I do. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it it is exactly what you do. So yeah, it just it makes sense. But I mean, think there are an absolute ton of songs about the weather. I mean, that isn't what really what what the path we're going down. But there are a ton of songs about the weather and. Oh um, God! You think about you think uh, the first one I I asked my wife before I came back here today to the studio, and she said, um, 
Hurricane, you know, Band of Heathens, which was originally yeah. a LaVon Helm song. Right. You know, that's because she's also from Louisiana, obviously. And the first thing she thinks about is weather, hurricanes. I said, I asked her, what's the first yeah. thing you talk about weather? She said, hurricanes. You know, <laughs> she's like, you know, and I was like, well, what about leaving? Worst one. She, you know, uh, Sally was pretty bad. We were here a couple years ago uh that was pretty bad um but she said when she she left home during katrina and went to baton rouge you know um and you know that was wild and we talked about that but she said that she said that song and that made me think of uh what all songs there are and i mean you think about how many um another one uh raindrops falling on my head uh heat wave yeah uh uh Walking on sunshine. I mean, it's just the, the list goes on and on. There's 50 about hurricanes alone, like a hurricane, <laughs> Neil Young, uh, yeah. hurricane about the boxer, Bob Dylan, uh, hurricane Luke Combs a couple years ago. Blame it uh, on the rain by Millie Vanilli. Oh. <laughs> but that's the one I, that's the one Sharice and I, when I said that, because I went down and just Googled a list. When I got to that one, sure. We oh. we both dropped into Millie Vanilli. Blame it on the <laughs> God, I love I, I love Millie Vanilli, dude. I think they got a bad rap. All they did was lip sync. Like there was somebody singing. Like let them just perform, man. I thought <laughs> that was great. The person who was singing it performed, for God's sake. So, I mean, let the whole they, thing they, keep they, going. They let it songs. keep rolling, dude. Who cares? The guy who's singing it might have been couldn't get out of was bedridden or something, but he could still blow. They were like, well, let's put him dude. back here and sing, and these guys danced. Boom. I mean, I during know, that I same time period. You had a TV show on called Putting on the Hits, and all they did was get up there lip-sync songs, and they judged yeah. them and evaluated on I thought Millie Vanilli did it better than anybody. They would have dominated <laughs> Putting sure on the Hits. Did. They were just like, before their just time, Blasey. They were <laughs> they before their time. A little bit. It was frowned upon then. I saw them in the Cajun Dome. They were fantastic. Did you really? Oh, wow. They really were. Yeah, oh, you I saw them before it got exposed? Yes, I did. I saw them live. That show. I saw that show live. It was incredible, just incredible. And after <laughs> yeah, the show, after the show, my dad, I went with my dad. I was like 10 or 11, something like 12 maybe. And uh, and he goes, Brantley, uh, I don't know how those guys were singing. They were doing backflips and having sword fights, and they never lost their breath. <laughs> They were doing backflips and having sword fights. They were doing backflips. It was great. <laughs> oh, that's so uh, good. And then I don't that think it was stuff. It was I got not my first speeding before that thing just. That's when it, it, that's when the I wheels mean, came it off. Was of weeks, it. weeks, dude. I yeah, got my yeah. first speeding ticket listening to Millie Vanilli. Blame it on the rain. And I, I was going fifty-five into thirty-five. I mean, I was coming in hot, coming into op. <laughs> and dude, what's funny? The cop pulled me over. I was in my mom's. She had a Mazda nine two nine. It was the first one they came out with. That thing was luxurious, dude. It had, it had three vents that would just sit there and do like this and oh. oscillate. You know, like oh, it was, oh I mean, it's just so smooth and all lit up. I think they were with led before led was led but uh then he pulled me over and he was like you, sir you realize you were doing 55 and the 35 and i was like yes sir and i was like i'm not gonna lie to you i was like i was listening to that song by millie vanilli blame it on the rain man it was just so good <laughs> and it, this car drives so smooth i was like i did not realize but you got me you know and he actually he gave me a ticket um but he was super cool about it. Like he was, yeah, <laughs> he was that's I didn't, funny. I didn't get it. He, he, he kind of laughed about yeah. it. I was honest. I was like, Hey man, it, just blame it on the rain, brother. Hated it. Don't, he, don't, don't, don't put a blame on me. You know what I mean? Just right. blame it on the rain. You know? Right. They, and you know, there's a ton of um, like super big ones too. Like uh, the Beatles, here comes the sun, uh, somewhere over the rainbow. I mean, mm. good Lord. Uh, then there's some like the, the, the 72 hit from the Brady bunch. It's a sunshine day, you know? Oh yeah. Um, uh, 
Zach Brown, colder weather. You know, the, and then uh, as far as not just songs with weather in the titles or in, involving in the song, um, like a November rain, mm. um, uh, bands with weather in the, the the name. Only one I could think of is Earth, Wind, and Fire right off the top of my head. I mean, it's just yeah, sticking that's there. everything. But, uh, I'm sure every weather more. event possible. Hey, talking about I, we, let's pivot out of that. What about talking about famous uh, weather songs and weather names? What about famous names in the weather business? What about famous weathermen? What, what are the who are the top weathermen that you guys can think of? And well, then we'll go we'll go off that. Don't you think? Yeah, oh, yeah, no, yeah. No, I think that I think that's a good place. Last week on last week's show, Blasey and I kind of hit on a couple of them. That's what started this whole thing of us wanting to. To yep. dive in, dive into it. We we start talking. We're kind of correlating uh, Bubba Bubba the Love Sponge watching a guy that we that we both like, Jeff Petrowski, who's a storm ch- an extreme storm chaser, uh, and and he was he that's how, he was just butchering Jeff and not even really showing his feed and stuff. But that's oh, what wow. we were talking about. That opened up this door as soon as we wrapped up recording. It was like we need to do a show about the weather. And oh, then, man, yeah. And it worked out. We didn't want to do it without you, so we're glad that, that you're on because we know, we know you have your takes, too. We're all weather geeks. Oh, yeah. I mean, I'm sure. a weather nut. God. I absolutely oh, yeah. am. I'm Extreme weather up events with it, are but, so fascinating, you know? Like, Oh, man, they are. They are. But, I mean, it all really started with me with Cantori. You know, that was the yeah. first I agree. person. And local guys, like in Louisiana, we had a guy. We have a guy. His name's Tom Convicka. He's kind of like y'all's uh, James Spann, uh, he, and just I mean, but he's trustworthy. You knew if he says it, he's the goat. I mean, he really right. is. And there's been a lot, but that was who I'd watch growing up as a kid, and and then having the Weather Channel. I, mean, I didn't watch. I always watched sports, but if I wasn't watching sports when I was a kid, I was watching the Weather Channel. Like I, right. I loved it. Yeah, <laughs> I was right. Fascinated you know what was going by on, it. I know. And, and and before the Weather Channel, though, like, so when the Weather Channel came along and Kentori came along, nobody put it in a spotlight like that and been down chasing, you know, getting in, you know, at a hotel, you know, doing hurricanes. Like, I'd never even seen that before. But before that growing up, I mean, I'm not going to lie to you, man. There was an old cat out of – and I still do. I still follow him on Twitter. He was kind of my weatherman as a kid until I realized there's some weatherman that take it to another level as far as getting out in the events. And now there's even more of that. And you, you'll probably remember this guy, Jr. Remember Rich Thomas from WSFA? Rich Thomas, yeah, he's on my yes. list. Oh, yeah. He's on, yeah, oh, yeah, dude. Oh, yeah. Rich, I got oh, Rich, Rich dude. Rich I mean, I James. always trusted Rich when things got real. Like, I yep. wasn't going to WTBY in Dothan. I was going to WSFA. And, and Rich Thomas yes. is going to let you know what exactly what's going down. And I li- see, I lived in Mo- I lived in, on Lake Martin, obviously, and that's right. Most storms came west to east, so they would come yep. through Montgomery. Mm-hmm. We were northeast of Montgomery, so – he was giving me the update I needed because he he was he was coming right at us. But yeah, that's that was my go-to. Rich Thomas, he's on my list. That's good stuff. Oh, dude, he could articulate like a storm like really well and like yeah. what's going on. And he was mm-hmm. very educated on that, you know. Like so, and he was with those guys for like twenty something, thirty years or something. I don't, yep. I don't know before he ended up leaving yep. the station, but uh, some personal <laughs> issues I think kind of got in the way <laughs> there. But, 
Yeah, yeah but I mean, uh, it, it happened. But, it happened. Yeah, no, James James Spann covered the the state though pretty much. He was always every. I think he was was he based out of Birmingham originally. Yeah, he's a Birmingham guy. I didn't get to know him until later on either. Like it was right. You know, kind of James Spann. Yeah. Y'all and y'all then, turned me on to him. I I had heard of him and once I saw him. Uh, I started following him on Twitter. And once I saw him, I went, oh, okay, yeah, I've seen that guy whenever I've been, you know, I've stayed in Gulf Shores or, or wherever, just somewhere where he, where he would come on somehow that I've, I've seen him. But, man, he's great. I mean, he really, really is. He, he, he tweets a lot, and he's, he's locked in. I have this page that I follow on Twitter. You know, you can, you can or X, you can follow lists, and just it has just – whatever by basically a list by topic so i follow these weather this weather list that somebody's made it has 100 150 or so meteorologists storm chasers and all of that in it it's probably the best thing that that i follow on x because it's just it's constant i'm i'm able to keep up with weather all across the country wildfires and things that you don't really you're not going to see on your local news you may not even see in your twitter feed that that i can do but and he he's involved in that he's on that list too that whoever whoever it is that made yeah. made it so uh yeah, man, that, i need to i'll have to make good. sure to find that and follow that as yeah well. i'll send it I to like you it, you'll do this yeah. this brantley turned me on to that last hurricane to jeff uh, Petra, uh petrowski i believe that's, that's how, you how you say it yeah petrowski so, yeah and he, he was like check this guy out and this was the day before the hurricane came here YouTube recently or yeah, so he's YouTube, he has Twitter, YouTube, but he's on Twitter. He's Twitter, everywhere. He, he, he comes in live. Stream him everywhier yeah, man, he comes, when he, he's a, he I woke up live. at like four thirty that morning when that storm was getting close to coming <laughs> on shore there, and he was coming live from a parking lot, um, you know, somewhere in the Big Bend area, Perry, Florida, I believe. And dude, when the amount of information that he was delivering at such a rapid rate that was accurate. And, like, he's in his truck. He's got the whole radar system in his truck. He's in the middle of the storm. The storm's about to – he is driving. I mean, transformers are blowing up around him. He's not sitting still at a hotel. Like, he is on another level of putting himself in the middle of it. And it was fascinating to watch him. He drove into it. It was coming on in. The the front eye wall came over. He started driving down the road. Then it's calm, and he's driving down the road. Now he's in the eye wall, and then yeah. the backside of the eye wall crossed him. As he's driving down the road, I mean, like, this guy Insane. gets off in it, man. And his information delivery is so rapid, it's like he's had 12 cups of coffee, you know? Right. like <laughs> Wow. But it's but it's good. So, yeah, thank you, Brantley, for that. I, got, oh, I yeah, watched man. him the other day chase a storm, and he was stopping in the middle of the road, getting out. I mean, on a four-lane road, he was picking up giant – things of hail this big out in oklahoma you know what i mean like look at this hail and he's like all intense and like i mean you're wow you can barely breathe after watching him you know he's like let me get down the road i think the storm i mean he's just giving you all the technical data he's so like into it it's so it's like part of him (laughs) but yeah that dude's on another level like he really is well he's been a he's been a consultant and and reed timmer another guy that we've talked about of course he he's extreme too and and you can trace a lot of stuff back with reed timmer and different shows tornado chasers and stuff like that those are the two best that i know of right now those are the two at the that the most at the top of their game they are at the top of their game but both i do believe i know reed did for sure hopefully jeff did but there's a twister two coming out i love twister one of my all-time favorite movies 
It just really is. Well, they've consulted with that, and 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 Reed Timmer has said a few things. He doesn't know everything, but but they've they're really going into the science of the tornado and all of that stuff. So uh, that'll be yeah, interesting to see how it plays. They consulted out. with Jeff on that, I believe, because he's got pictures of I think him they did. and. Uh, What's his name that's, that that died that was the main star? Yeah, yeah. Bill Paxton. Bill. Bill Paxton. Bill, there we go. He's, he's got a picture of him and Bill Paxton. And he, he even tells a story of, like, he that they were doing the uh, initial release of the movie or whatever, the first viewing, and he Bill comes up to him and is like, hey, come over here, man. Like, you know, And they sit there and had a whiskey drink together. Like, but he had consulted Very with cool. that one, this this Jeff Perskowski guy did. So, yeah, he's, wow. he's like the real deal. Like, I didn't oh, know yeah. people like that existed like right. that we could have Well, you normally to. just think about the the normal ones that everyone on national TV, the handful, Al Roker, you know, I mean, that's, oh, and, and then now since I love uh, Al cable now. television, Jim Cantori, but Al Roker, I mean, Al, Al's the man. Al's going to give you a general outline yeah. of the country when you're a kid. You're like, wow, that's neat. It's cold there this time of the year, you know, yeah. and stuff when you're talking about other places, but, uh, and made but yeah, you feel now, good while doing it. He's just wow. a nice yeah, right. guy. Yeah. I wish Al Roker was my nice granddaddy. Guy. You know what I mean? That's I know, such right? a good dude, right? <laughs> hey, I tell you, down here, we've got one I wish was my uncle also, or cousin or something, uh, Alan Seals. He um, is Pensacola-based now, yeah. I believe. Um, but he left and went somewhere and worked Boston or somewhere for 20-something years and came back. But he is great. I mean, he is amazing. When Sharice and I have already adopted him as our go-to when there's anything. We'll listen to, no offense to Ed Bloodsworth and uh, – uh, what's the other guy's name? Darwin Singleton and those guys, but we're going to get Alan Seals, uh, you know, report. That's what we're going off of, and uh, oh. he's the same way. He just seems like such a nice guy. You're like, man, I wish I was related to that guy, you know. But, <laughs> like, I, I've got, I, I've got my guy here in Southeast Louisiana. His name's uh, Joe. De, I'm going to butcher his last name. De Greg De Gregorio. Joe De Gregorio. He. He uh he he's on Jonah Facebook. Gregory he's on <laughs> Joe DeGregio. Yeah. Hey, he, he this dude it's, is so it's Joe DeGregio. On it. <laughs> it's kind of how he talks. Uh, you can check him out on YouTube. He has a Facebook page. It's South Louisiana or Southeast Louisiana Extreme Weather. South Louisiana Extreme Weather. But he he he's not really one that's out in there. He's the guy that's reporting it, watching the radar, watching the maps, watching all of this stuff. Yeah. And man, his More accuracy is, style. is, yeah, his, his accuracy is impeccable. He consult, he's an, he is a meteorologist, but he, uh, he consults with, uh, he consults with movies, with different movie crews and stuff like that, which is something I'd never thought about, but he, right. he's talked oh, yeah. in some of his live streams that I've watched about how, you know, these movies, they, they have a meteorologist on board that it, it's, it's huge for when they're flying and things like that, just different, oh, yeah. all kinds of different things that can happen in a movie. Just not oh, yeah. something I ever thought of. So he consults on things like that. He's just, he is a badass, Right. No other right, way around yeah. it. That'll open your mind up too. Cause you know, I've did, I've worked on some movies and TV background acting stuff and yeah, all the stuff they have to have to make stuff happen. I'm talking about y'all thousands of people at a place to do little crazy. scenes and stuff. It's crazy how many people are involved in all that. But yeah, I, that, that's not a bad gig either. You're a normal meteorologist for your thing. And then your side hustle is go work on a couple of movies. Cause they're only last a couple of months here and there, you know, yeah, I'm sure they pay well. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. He's he said they I do. Never... He's he's still he has uh he has some 
superstars that still reach him, you know? Yeah. People are at heart are weather geeks. Right. I think well, you have to be way more, way more people than you think. Well, we have to be. It it's is. in our it's in our it's in our uh it's in our evolution to be nervous about the weather because floods and fires and shit has <laughs> killed we our should ancestors. Be. Yeah, right. Because we <laughs> have to. We yeah. we should be. Yeah, exactly. We should be. Some people are not, which is crazy. And it's like yeah. uh but anyway, that's this is happening and it's coming. Day. What's what's even more amazing is the ability to forecast this to me mm-hmm. is mind blowing. Even Nowadays, when things don't yes. go as planned, they even tell you where things can change. Yeah. And how this could change and develop a different way, but do they've gotten pretty dang good at this? They, like you know, like especially like hurricane. They dropped the ball on Sally for us. That was the one time. They, well, it, you know, they, and it, it happens. It's like really and I've good. seen I've seen them come in and do this, and they think it's gone, and all of a sudden this thing wibble wobbles and makes a yep. whole different directional move, yep. and they're like. It was even with Michael that came on shore here. But they thought it's going to be like a category two or three, and then by. Five o'clock in the morning. It's a Category Five, that maybe the strongest storm that ever hurt hit the United that States. You know, nuts. Yeah, but like at the end of the day, they're they're pretty they're, dang they're good at giving you a really good, good yep. heads up at what's yep. going on, yep. man. Yep. And yeah, what about? Let me 100%. ask y'all this. So, like in in y'all's lifetime, like like catastrophic weather events that you've like been that you've like I guess been a part of firsthand or witnessed to some level, like what are the ones that stand out to you the most? Katrina for me, I mean, obviously that that was the biggest one I've ever been a part of. I wasn't directly involved in the storm. I wasn't in the storm. I lived here in Baton Rouge. Uh, But the, the way that it affected everything moving forward, it still is in Baton Rouge. Like the traffic, the amount of people that moved to Baton Rouge overnight, the size of the place doubled. The infrastructure here was not ready for that. Where I worked at one time when I lived in Florida with Hogan Hardwoods, we uh, we had a place here in Baton Rouge. They had a place in New Orleans as well. It was flooded. Uh, we were able to go in and send 70 or 80 trucks into New Orleans a, a handful of days after the storm and recover our our wood, which most of it had not gotten wet, you know, some of it had, but but most of it had not miraculously hadn't flooded there, and the wind damage was bad, but not as bad as it was, you know, over in in Biloxi and and over that over Gulfport and 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 past Christian and all through there, where they just got ravaged, and it's not even really talked about as much as it's just the flood that was in in new orleans but it man the whole gulf south it changed the commerce it changed the economy it changed the population and it changed where everybody left so it's pretty easy to to hone in on katrina being the the biggest thing i bet biggest weather event that i've been well, involved it was just a in a monster flood event you know i mean anytime these whatever storm it is turns into a flood event that's yeah. when things become truly catastrophic you know what i mean yeah. like it's and, and um and, so. and the, the the second one very quickly is is the flood baton rouge had a, a a horrendous flood in 2016 there was 20 something inches of rain that was dropped in denham springs it, it flooded in baton rouge but it really flooded just east of us my friends at gator millworks their shop flooded it had I think I think twelve feet of water. It may have been even more than that. It was it, everything. It it just it killed everything. But they are tough, dude. They they were back operating. They missed 
hardly any days miraculously. Now it was a time, a period of recovering and they, uh, but they, they've dug in. I look forward to having Chad on the show to talk about that story, that story of resiliency and all, because that's, that's something that you live with when you live in Louisiana, you have to live with floods and flooding and, and all of that. That was a hundred year flood or a thousand year flood as they say it. And, uh, and then, you know, we had another one in Baton Rouge, another flash flood, not long after that. It's just a lot of things in these cities, the, the, they're not prepared. Uh, they built it's concrete jungles. The drainage isn't there. The soil can't soak it up anymore. There's nowhere for the water to go. And, uh, so those, those, those floods, those are the, the biggest thing that I've dealt with in Louisiana and, and in my life. And I've been listening to this, uh, audio book on audible about Huey P long called Kingfish. I'm just kind of interested in listening to some of that stuff and just hearing it again. And one of the things kind of where I've stopped at right now, they're talking about Louisiana, 1927, the flood down in Plaquemine and and St. Bernard parish where they had to blow, where they blew the levee to relieve the river. And then you can go all deep into that. There's a lot of conspiracy theories and, and everything on on why that was done and all, but floods, man, floods in Louisiana just go oh, yeah. hand in hand. I'll get off my my soap. It's, no, it's the bottom of the Mississippi. It's the bottom of the Mississippi River. All the water's got to go somewhere. That's man. why you don't bury people. That's why they're above ground over there in those yeah. places. I had, right. I had cousins in that Denham Springs area when that went down. Some of my grandmother's family, and it was rough, buddy. I'm talking about oh, man. their whole. They were like total loss. I mean, I, oh yeah. Total. life jackets and stuff i think the whole yeah it's crazy yeah They're it, tough it rough insane gals, but, but man, what about man, you jr like yeah uh what kind you of know, obviously like, katrina what's a, what's a comes to mind yeah katrina mm-hmm. comes to mind because it was so, i was an adult and um you know i knew the impact and watched it and, and had you know that and ivan down here when all that went down i remember oh, that wow. it changed the, the the down here um and then recently, you know, Sally and Zeta, uh, I, we we were here, we were at home for those, and Sally was a lot worse than it it seemed. And then I walk, I've never yeah. been through one like that. We about I don't know six seven years ago there was a category one or two when we were living at the condo and it came through, but you know we were in a big superstructure and it wasn't that bad. But Sally uh, dumped a lot of water and stayed and went slow and uh, it a lot of wind damage. So walking out of the house after that, being being in the house scared you know, for, for yeah. six, seven hours straight. Um, and then going out the next day and seeing the damage was like, Oh my God, you know, <laughs> it took a long time to get straightened up after that. It's still not all the way, but, um, but growing up, you know, on Lake Martin and in central Alabama and even in Mississippi, where my grandparents are from, my mom's from, um, tornadoes, you know, mm. and, and afternoon thunderstorms in the summer, would could be just as violent as you could oh, imagine, yeah. but they were Ooh. usually short lived. Um, yeah. that hurricane was like six hours worth of a good tornado right close to you. Right. Um, but those storms growing up on the lake in the afternoon with the lightning and stuff, man, that mm-hmm. was some strong stuff. And, uh, you know, I wasn't around for the big hur- tornado that came through Alabama and did all the damage. I remember seeing footage of a, of a, of a horrific big boat, uh, and, and yeah. but boat and sheds on Lake, lake Martin. Martin. I, yeah. Uh, yeah. I saw, I saw a year or so later the path that it cut 
near where the amphitheater is, and it stopped at the water. Then it went and looked across the lake, and you can see it start up. And it was about three-quarters of a mile wide, and it looked God, like it had been clear-cut on purpose, huge. but that was where the storm had went through. It was wild looking. That, um, that, but I wasn't crazy, there for man. that. But those storms on the lake, I can remember being with my dad in a boat fishing, um, and it'd be a beautiful day. And then you look over, and it's dark over there it's starting to, and then look over two minutes later, and it's black, and it's coming. And Dude. us trying to run from Chimney Rock – the storm's coming from the dam, and we got to turn and go home. So we're trying to be – it's coming, and us – It gets a hairy. little John boat, you know, yep. that kind of stuff. Uh, I remember that. Um, you know, um, it, you know, lately, you know, heat stuff too, being, be, you know, being places where it's hot and dry. I was – I just got back from uh, uh, Salt Lake City, Utah, Denver, Colorado, uh, and it was, you know, fairly warm in the daytime and cool, pretty cool at night. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, man, it's so dry. Just a different type of weather, different type of climate, uh, elevation, all that stuff. It's it's just uh, it's it's weird because you think one thing, but everywhere has their own got their, whole oh, different it, it, system. Of stuff oh, to man, you get with, into a you, know? you get into a blizzard situation. That's a like that's just a whole another animal that we're not used to dealing with. Uh, yeah, man, I have that's... no exper- I have very little experience with bad with any kind of snow and stuff. Nashville, we got some. I remember being really yeah, that's a memory there. Coming back from the gym one time in Nashville, knew it was going to get a little cool that night and might rain or might snow a little. Well, I left the gym, went to the gym a little later and I wanted to and I'm coming home and it's already gotten dark and I'm in flip-flops, gym clothes, tired. I'm in my my car that I had before I had my truck. And uh, on the way home, it's snowing and it's getting thick. And Ooh. I go to get off my exit, and it don't look like anyone's. Been, it doesn't look like a good option. <laughs> oh, Lord. So I went to the next exit, turned, gonna go the back way to my house. Looked down a road, black and white road. Couldn't. No one had been down. I said that's not a good option either. And no. I and I'm not prepared. I don't have clothes to be walking in. You know, twenty something degrees for a couple of miles right now. And it's it's. I lived out in the sticks, so I got back on the. Back on Briley Parkway, started heading back into town, and I got behind an 18-wheeler uh, that was going to my exit because my exit had a, a UPS a terminal at it. So I followed that UPS truck, and he went left, and I went right, and I thought, this is the shortest distance between my house and here. If anything goes wrong, I'm just going to have to hoof it. And, buddy, that last mile and a half, two miles, 10 and 2, I was my, my mm. booty was tight trying to make sure I made it home. But <laughs> oh. We did, but that was a scary one, and that was just, I, like you say, we're not prepared. Like at home, you kind of know, or in central Alabama where I grew up, if there was a little ice or a little chance of some freezing and ice, man, they would shut stuff down. You wouldn't yeah, do you it just much. don't go. They didn't have yeah. the equipment to deal with it and all, yeah. yeah Nashville's they still do pretty, it in that. Yeah, it, it gets it get, it's farther north than you would think. Uh, so it gets and it a, happens a, a, more often, a oh, lot does. more. Yeah, they're going to get does. snow a few times a year there and ice. I can remember my brother and I when he had moved up, um, going to go try to get a, a master's uh, or, or some or some form of continuing education at one of the schools around Nashville, and uh, we were on campus somewhere. And he had walked back in from the place, and it started raining. We were like, "Oh, this is pretty," and within ten minutes, it was the heaviest blizzard storm i uh snow i either one of us had ever seen to that point in our lives you know uh it was fine we made it it wasn't sticking or anything but it was huge we were like god this is tennessee we didn't know tennessee had this much you know (laughs) that's crazy that's crazy i remember some of those and then uh you know growing up on that lake there were some those lightning and stuff popping lightning's the one that gets me i still give me the heebie-jeebies you know i know i've met i respect lightning i respect lightning more than as much as anybody. Yeah. It hit near my house one time. My, I got some residuals through the house. I don't know if I told you all that story. It came through. I hit outside. Oh, yeah, came dude. Through, came through the mouse, pushed me back. All I remember is it felt like I saw a, a 
blue energy ball in my lap and I was pushed away and it and my arm was locked up like this for like 30 minutes I could not straighten it out wow it was wild and oh, it, exactly. so it must have hit the house outside or something yeah I it got came some on of through it. you but it didn't fry the computer I was I called my mom and told her and she's like are you kidding me I was like no I was like I'm just letting you know call me back in an hour make sure I'm not you know I don't fall out from a heart attack or something because it's still storming I'm in this house that's as big as my studio <laughs> Windows on every wall. I'm sitting in the middle, like there's nowhere to as go. You, there's no. You, well, what do I do? You I don't be. want to get hit yeah. again though. That because my arms still one arm still like this. I would try. I was like T Rex oh, arm. Yeah, it would keep popping up. I'd get it down. It, I was like, wow, Whoa, that is. So it was like when you get do the the pads to make your you know the electrodes to make your yeah yeah. yeah you got struck by lightning, man. Is what yeah, happened? Yeah, you, you really did. <laughs> I, I mean, you call it what you want to. You got struck by lightning. Yeah. You sitting there like I was this. On my com- yeah, and I was getting your arm out. I was on my computer, and it was an old school uh, desktop computer. You know, uh, you know, on a desk, uh, a metal desk, and I, and it, the mouse was wired to the computer. Yeah, and I remember it hit, and I'm thinking, wow, it's getting bad. And it went, it made like a noise, almost like a hiss, and then a pop. And then I remember, literally, it seemed in my mind, it seemed like a blue, like a uh, Mortal Kombat or yeah, a, yeah, yeah. Street Fighter yeah, like energy ball, ball that you think I can right create. in my lap. <laughs> and then it pushed me back, not far, but about you know a foot back in my rolling thing, and my arm went like this, and I was like, oh my gosh! And I'm like, oh, then I'm freaking out. So then I called my mom, like, <laughs> wow. hey, just. I was the home alone, Man. You know, a little tiny house. That's anyway, that that was one I didn't even think about. But yeah, that and and I've met, I, and I'm sure y'all have too. I've met several people in my life that have been hit by lightning multiple times oh, yeah. and things like that. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, it's funny. Like Jr., you just triggered so many thoughts. Like I got my board, <laughs> I got a little board here, and it's changing, and I've got to figure out how to wrap this. Oh, like, well, we one, can do one, like one, a I, I can. I've got to interrupt you because I know one that you have to tell immediately right now. You've got to tell the story about the people, about that guy that you spoke to his daughter. That no, been yeah, struck yeah. By well, lightning. I spoke to his sister-in-law. Yeah, sister-in-law. still trying to chase her down. Like, and I want to get her on here. He's been. So he's a guy, it's Melvin, what is it, Melvin Roberts, I believe, out of South Carolina. And he's been struck by lightning, I believe, 12 times. Now, he's, he's deceased now, and, um, and it was a result, finally, of all the lightning strikes. But, oh, my God. <laughs> but, no, I mean, I'd laugh because, all right, so what you're talking about, Jr. I got struck by lightning. Like, I feel like it was an indirect hit, too. I was on my back yeah. porch. There were a bunch of people on my porch. I had like, It was under roof, and I had a screen door, and I stepped out onto a little concrete pad to, you know, use the bathroom real quick, you know, kind of just barely yep. off the porch. But Had your hand on the screen door? Yes, and lightning hit. Yep. Dude, knocked me backwards. I mean, yep. I lit up, and my whole body became just like yep. buzzing, you know. like Friend in elect- high school, same thing, screen door, and another time he was on a, a landline telephone. My buddy Jake Hill, mm. a friend of mine in high yeah. school. It, so the same thing. Went to go inside, storming, grabbed the screen door to open it, popped somewhere, boom, yep. he wakes up on the ground. Another time in, in the house, same thing. Yeah, the, uh, it, it's it, so you don't know if it's direct. You don't. It couldn't be yeah. direct, direct. No, it direct, didn't just direct. hit me in the top of the head. But right. like you know, same with but, mine, it came, but somehow it roots. It, 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 oh, dude, it's still I enough. <laughs> I walked in like my my legs weren't working right. I had to sit down. Like it was a I was affected highly. You know. Wow. And so well, I you, think about that, and I was googling one day trying to find out people who had been hit, and I googled this Melvin Roberts guy and found him, and. uh 
and I and I found his Facebook page, and I just kept digging because it was like three yeah. in the morning, four in the morning. I was up, you know, I just happened to wake up early. And I sent a Facebook page he's got. I sent a message. And then, dude, I got a response. Actually, I didn't get a response. I got a phone call within like 30 minutes. At like 4.45 in the morning, I'm getting a phone call. But I didn't answer it. I was like, well, this is strange. And it was his sister-in-law from Ohio calling me. And she was going to tell me all about him. But he was now deceased. And I'm still trying to chase her down. Like, so she summer's a busy time of the year for her. And, like, so we're still trying to coordinate something. Right. But I want to get him on. But, like, this dude has been struck more than anybody on the planet wow. to record. And he's out of South Carolina. But, the, yeah, so that's, to Brantley's point, that's something that's pretty crazy. That whole lightning yeah. thing. Like, dude, if lightning gets anywhere near, and I play golf, or I used to play more golf, and lightning well, yeah. get Think nearby. Think about how many movies they show things like that. Like, you know, like the guy that got struck a lot in Great Outdoors, like this guy yes. you're talking oh, yeah. about. That's yeah. a real and life, I, that And guy. I believe some people are more, like, a lightning's attracted to more yeah. people than yes. others for whatever reason. And I think I'm up there on that upper uh-huh. echelon because when I was a kid, I was out in the middle of a field between my grandmother's apartments, and I thank God as a child I was scared enough when things felt weird, I knew to run because God gifted me with speed. Yep. So I would take off running if something got strange. You know what I mean? Whatever it was, whatever the moment was, I don't care if some dude was looking at me strange and he was you know, driving a creepy van or whatever, I would just run. Like, good, good luck catching me. I was running. And I was feeling real weird, dude. It was like my hair was like lifting up, and I was just like, why do I feel so strange? And I just took off in a, I mean, just as fast as I could run towards his apartment. And dude, I ran maybe 50 yards, and lightning hit right where I was. I mean, I turned around, and it hit this, it hit a, it hit a, uh, uh, like a, a, like a cell phone tower. It wasn't a cell phone tower at the time, like a, whatever, a big tower. Telephone it was a cell tower, phone tower. Yeah. Yes. And hit that and hit right back there in that field. And I was like, and then I get hit again here in, indirectly. So I've this been is confirming all the things so. I've known all my or last twenty five years of my life. I knew when I after the first t- time too, I met Blazy. He might be a living superhero or alien of some sort, living in a human body. And it now confirmed he is Lightning Man. Blazy is Lightning Man, <laughs> brother. Mr. I don't Electro mess with it. himself because somewhere in my mind, I think Lightning is here to take me out. And yeah. like, and that's why I wouldn't even fast. go from my front door to my garbage can if lightning gets within like, you know, two or three miles. Like I'm not, I'm not chancing it. You know, I'm like, not no, either. I'm the polar opposite of Blasey, and I feel that it's. I'm not fast. Oh man, and on the I golf course, I'm the first here. one. I'm I think like, it's time farming. to go to the clubhouse, and they're like, "What's yeah. going on?" I'm like, "Dude, I'm not screwing around like, this lightning. Mm-mm. Like, I'm, I'm not, not doing. Can I get under? That's me. I'm and I'm not doing it. Hide under. I'm hide and I've been like at golf little... tournaments, and we're standing on the back porch, and there was I remember there was a pine tree literally 10 feet from me, and I'm standing there talking to this lady that I knew. I, she was older than me. I grew up, you know, with her son. And, dude, lightning hits this tree. And we're, and we're right next to this tree, you know, and it was like, and I'm just going, guys, lightning is after me. <laughs> <You know? laughs> and and I'm I respect glad, well, I'm it glad, so much. Well, I'm glad you're fast, and you've got to outrun all this lightning yeah. over these years. Well, I, we might I, have hey, to pay- and if lightning was, came right now, I'd probably spend the night out here in my studio. You know what I mean? Like, I just oh don't yeah, mess yeah, around I with it, I would not. I don't take a chance, even between thunders, you know, like, boom, okay, I've, I can run 15 feet to get there. Nope. It petrifies nope. me. It, nope. it really does. Yeah. It's one of the only things paralyzed. that I'm, like, truly, truly scared of. I used to fish. <laughs> Have you ever been fishing and watched your fishing line, like, just float up? Because when when you're, I mean, I've been on some, I've been in some hairy situations on Toledo Bend where I I grew up fishing and kind of it's 
like uh, those storms that'll pop up, just like on Lake Martin. I mean, if you don't, when you feel that first little breath, baby breath, I call it, blow, and you see dark clouds, you better rip. You better get up, get get your stuff, and get back to the boat launch because that lake will be so rough. The worst is being stuck on the lake. Like, we've had to do this, and I've had to do this recently, well, several years ago now, but be out there and you can't get anywhere. You're too far yeah. from home. You have to just go to an island and you get on an island and on the islands, nothing but pine trees. And <laughs> we know what they'll do to pine trees. Oh, we might have to, we got, I know, I know Blasey's got time commitments today because he's a busy man. He's captain lightning, yeah. but we yeah. might have to do another episode on weather oh, yeah, and maybe we should see if we can get a, um, an actual meteorologist or weather person to come on and talk a little weather with us. And uh, we'll I have an episode good. two I, I of think, the weather. I, I that think would be so. great to do something I, yeah, like that. Yeah. Um, well, I I had an opportunity this past weekend uh, at the at the LSU at, at a tailgate. So I'm sitting there, and uh, there's a there's a meteorologist here in Baton Rouge. He is one of my favorite meteorologists, Doctor Steve Caparetta. He's on the local news. He is he is money on his forecast. The dude is he's fantastic. Well, he was good for he's. He's friends, good friends with my uh, a guy I work with, David and Mindy Marks, and uh, and I saw them over there talking, and I went, oh God, here's my chance. I'm going to go talk to Doctor Steve, and then I got to Doctor Steve and and Mindy and David, and they know they know I'm a weather nut. They they know mm-hmm. they know how I am, and you know. I just absolutely fumbled the ball, man. I mean, I got so starstruck. Like we've talked, we've talked to DDP on here. We've had Taylor Hicks. We've had Marty Smith. Blasey's interviewed Demarcus Ware. Yeah, I mean, we've had all of these people. But I absolutely melted in front of Doctor Steve Caparetta, <laughs> and I could not get out my well. Well, it's a, it's a very nice place. It's a ple- it's a pleasure to meet you, Doctor Doctor Steve. Man, uh, I love the weather. I love the weather. You know, like I got a big, big weather guy. Good. I couldn't get guy. it out. I couldn't talk. Just absolutely just couldn't. And the worst thing, a lot of my friends were all around, and they kind of saw it. They watched They're it around. go down. Like, so, is, is this Brantley you know. do, doing this? Like, what is hey, happening It happens. Here? I've done Dude, it. Oh, I've funny. done it. Oh, I've done it. Oh, <laughs> it, hell yeah. But I'd love to get Dr. Steve on the show. I will add one more storm story because we, we got off on a tangent because yep. JR threw me off with the lightning. Sorry, buddy. I'll I'll break this down real fast, and I'll wrap it up in 60 seconds almost. So I grew up in Elba. We had the levee system in that little town. I grew up inside the levee from 73 to 84 and didn't have anything catastrophic happen. I'd heard about the 1929 flood. There was one in the late 70s, but it didn't get super bad. In 90, the levee, you know, failed and just filled the town up. I mean, the courthouse, the town, everything downtown was like 15 feet underwater. And then happened again in 90. And so I've dealt with that growing up, seeing like what floods can do to an area. Like, and a flood's a slow, it's even a slower, creepy thing than a hurricane because even after the storm passes, you got to watch for that, you know, that, that flood level to keep rising. But mm-hmm. the craziest thing I've probably ever been a part of, and I didn't think about it until you talked about Nashville, was I was living in Birmingham from 2012 to 2015, and they had that snowpocalypse take place mm, yes. and i took my son to school i was living in hoover took him to school that morning and i promised him 
I said, if it starts to snow, they were just talking about it might snow and it was going to probably melt pretty quick after because the temperatures were going to get maybe down to 32, 31, and then rise back up to about 35. I was like, I'll check you out of school and you can come watch it snow. Well, sure enough, about 9 a.m., I was working from the house that day. It started to snow. I was like, as promised, I'm going to go check him out. So I went and checked him out. We came back to the house, get back home, and I was like, hey, you want to go to Beef O'Brady's and have lunch? This was probably 10, 30, I mean, almost 11 o'clock. Let's go to Beef O'Brady's. And I went to leave the neighborhood, and the neighborhood I was in was kind of sits down. So we went to leave, and I, you've got to go up a little hill to get up on the final. Any way you leave that neighborhood, you got to go up a little hill. And, dude, there were cars that were already, like, had – crashed into each other trying to leave the neighborhood on that ice slopes and so i was like well i guess we'll take the back exit they've got some craziness going on this one's i couldn't leave the back exit and then i was like we can't go anywhere so i ended up going back to the house dude and then that's when that madness happened dude there were twelve thousand kids that spent the night in schools that night and jd buddy jd he had a four-wheel drive and there's a good steak place or uh, uh, uh what's it called cajun cleaver i think he stopped in there. He couldn't make it back to Gardendale, so he wiggles his way back to us and picks up some fine steaks. Dude, we grill up some we grill steaks that night. <laughs> JD spends the night. We have a fabulous night. Dude, I'm watching it was like like the apocalypse. People are walking in up and down the roads, like cause all That's cars crazy. are seized up. Nobody yeah. can drive anywhere. Dude, we're grilling steaks, hanging out, having a good <laughs> evening. My next door neighbor's son got stranded at school the next morning at about 7 a.m we went in jd's truck he had a good four-wheel drive and we went and picked him up from the school brought him back but dude that was a crazy weather event because wow. that weather yeah. went from like 31 32 dropped down to like 19 and every wow. meteorologist thought it was supposed to go up to like 35 like they yeah. missed it so bad and it just turned into just a an, it's like a, a sheet it's of a ice nightmare. covered birmingham so Wow. Yeah, so there's that's probably the craziest weather event outside of the hurricanes, Ivan, Opal yeah. I've been a part of, and the floods. That was well, so bizarre because it threw everybody off, and nobody knew it was coming, and it was just well, such a – Well, it's like a, you said earlier, they're usually they're, – they're really good. It's really good. I don't know what the percentage would be, but I bet 75 80% of the time they nail it pretty dang close. But then that yeah, oh, yeah. 20 boy – it, you, but it's unpredictable. It's Mother Nature, she's undefeated. And, you know, we all do. Yep. When we come back and do the weather part two, um, we should talk about good weather. We've talked about bad weather. We should yeah. talk about some good weather, too. Let's yeah, talk, talk about the good about. stuff. Good Absolutely. Stuff. You know Love some good weather like we're having right now. Absolutely. Yeah. Really we good go. weather right now, boys. Well, let's go enjoy That's right. it. That's right. I know I had a good time this week. Thank you oh, all yeah. for having me on. Thanks, everybody, Absolutely. for listening. Same bat time, same bat play, place, boys and girls. Thank you all. <laughs> Thank you. See you.